The Great American Senior Show has been granted approval to rebroadcast this important information from the Florida Business Forum podcast, Florida's number one rated business forum podcast and information. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another informative episode of the Florida Business Forum podcast. Let's open the Florida Business Forum floodgates and let the information begin to flow. Here's your Florida Business Forum information guru and anchorman, Sam Yates. Hello, everyone. The information floodgates are indeed open and flowing on another episode of the Florida Business Forum podcast. And we're very proud today to say that we offer information for business minds in Florida that are seeking new things, new information about business, not-for-profit, topics of business interest. And today's guest promises to be very interesting, especially if you're like me and thousands of other people, uh, other businesses, not just literally hundreds and hundreds of people that probably have either gotten a telephone call or they've seen a commercial uh, offering you up to $26,000 per employee in COVID funds uh, for those two bad years that we happen to have with the COVID situation. And you're going, wow, is that true, false? What's going on here? And we have a myth buster with us. Cash Sharfy. He is the CEO of Advantage Accounting and Tax LLC. Uh, welcome to the program today. Thanks for having me. We're really excited to talk to small business owners and do our part to help. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I know that you're the CEO, uh, but you're a South Florida-based company. Tell us about you and your company. Okay. Uh, as for me personally, I was born and raised in Palm Beach County, uh, our family is lifelong second-generation residents of Florida. I actually left the state to do my studies to go into undergrad. Um, that kind of gives me a benefit. That means that when it comes to sports, I love all the Florida schools, Florida, Florida State, Miami, FAU, USF. We've got love for all of them. We're really all about Florida. And at our firm, we are exclusively focused on helping small businesses. A lot of CPA firms will do... Uh, sexy stuff like cryptocurrency or high net worth individuals. We are almost 100% exclusively focused on small businesses doing accounting and tax and helping them with tax credits. And that's why we're really excited about helping them navigate ERC and making sure they do it the right way so they can benefit from it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, when he says he is uh, well adept at helping small businesses, uh, this is not a one-man band. I was quite impressed when I took a look at your website. Uh, you have a lot of employees, specialized employees in many different areas. Yeah, absolutely. We are an overall, we're over 40 people and we're headquartered in Boca Raton, but our clients are found in pretty much every county within the state. Um, and traditionally, we again, we help them with accounting, tax, and value-added services, uh, audits, and ERC, and different credits as well. Our mission and our reason for existing is really to help small businesses. Um, internally with our team, we have a combined you know, over hundreds of years of experience in dealing with the IRS or Department of Revenue. Um, so we're really proud of our, of our journey, we're really proud of helping small businesses. And all our people are really rallying around that mission. Now, I have to say you're being a little modest, too. You mentioned all the Florida teams, but uh, your expertise and your background, uh, as I mentioned, is 
uh, impressive. UNC Chapel Hill, uh, University of North Carolina, Harvard. Uh, those two complement those complement one another incredibly. But you're also with Ernst and Young for a number of years. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've been in the industry uh, ever since I graduated undergrad uh, 30 years ago, and uh, I was fortunate to spend a couple of years at Harvard getting my MBA, and I learned a ton. Uh, the one thing that I think I took away the most valuable lesson is that there's no script in life. Uh, we live in a dynamic world, in a dynamic country. Things are always changing, and one needs to be ready to pivot and learn new things. The most important thing I learned about myself is, boy, Harvard was great, but that weather, anytime it dropped under 30 or 40 or 50 degrees, I find myself inside all bundled up. So I couldn't wait to get back to South Florida uh, and start helping everybody in the Sunshine State. I tell you what, remind me one day to tell you the story of how this Florida boy uh, spent, uh, let's see, four years in a row with the Iditarod sled dog race in Alaska. Uh, but uh, talk about sunshine. I am so glad to be back in the sunshine <laughs> state for sure. Uh, before I go any further, uh, you know, I've, I've set a good background for you. So I would really be not uh, doing my job if I didn't ask right now, how can people get in touch with you and your company? Sure. Uh, again, our name is Advantage Accounting Tax, Advantage CPA. So our website is very simple. It's www advantage.cpa. We have the CPA moniker because we are a CPA firm. So advantage.cpa. And our phone number is 561-687-6466. Again, 561-687-6466, advantage.cpa. All right. I'm going to come back to that because I know folks are going to uh, be jotting down that uh, information, wanting to reach out to you. But let's do that switch to ERC. Uh, is it real? I mean, can people, can business owners get up to $26,000 per employee? Yes, Sam, absolutely. And really, uh, the key question now as we're sitting in September of 2023 is, for all of us that are business owners, if we can go back in our minds to 2020, I know that as an owner, I certainly didn't see COVID coming. It was a complete surprise to us, and it was a surprise to most of our clients as well. Again, it was a unforeseen challenge that really hindered a lot of companies. So in its the congressional intent behind ERC is really simple. Uh, it's it's exact it's intended to do exactly what it sounds like. It's the employee retention credit. This is Congress's effort to reward companies, small companies that maintained payroll during the pandemic, during 20 and 21, and to, to help them replenish their internal strengths so they can contribute to their local economies going forward. That's really what it's all about. One quick stat is that since the beginning of 2020 in our nation, 4 million new jobs have been created by small companies. Larger companies have been neutral. They have not added payroll. But so the growth engine of our economy really is small businesses. Congress realizes that and they really want to buttress and support small business growth. So that's why they created the ERC. And it's a really, it's a very real program. I know we're going to get into some of the myths and things to look out for and ways that people can get, can get tripped up. There are There is a lot of misconception and bad information that's out there. So you got to do it the right way. But it is very much a real program. And I'm glad that you said that because that 
phrase, you've got to do it the right way. It, it, that is that is something that relates directly back to your expertise. You're not uh, some scammer calling from a prison somewhere trying to get your credit card information. Uh, you are real. Now, the money itself, does it have to be repaid? No. So there, there are several misconceptions that discourage people from applying for this. And our, our message is really simple. What we want people to walk away with is just really two, two things. The first is, if for some reason you were told or you were led to believe or you've concluded that you don't qualify for ERC, it's worth another look. The, the law has been updated and the Treasury Department continues to update its regulations. So there have been four updates. And as a, as a firm that has 40 people, we've had the luxury of pouring our time and treasure into learning and becoming experts on this. Um, a lot of people have been mistakenly concluding that they don't qualify. So even if you think you don't qualify, it's worth taking another look. And the second thing we say is, if you are going to go forward, for God's sake, use a CPA firm. You don't have to use, don't use us, use a trusted CPA firm. All CPA firms, like doctors and lawyers, we have a license and if we lose that license, we go out of business. So that really makes sure that we're going to do applications and our calculations and everything the right way to protect our clients and to protect ourselves. Um, so it is not it is not a loan. It does not have to be paid back, but you do have to do it the right way. And so we really say you got to use a trusted advisor to go through the process. And, you know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I always listen for key things uh, as I do interviews based on uh, being a reporter for many years, but more importantly, just being a, a businessman. And when someone tells me you need to do it this way, but you don't have to use us, just make sure you do it this way and use these precautions, good as gold. That says that someone has the integrity, whether you do business with them or not, they want to make sure that you don't get hurt. And uh, I commend you for that because uh, that is a rare commodity these days. So I'm yeah, good for you. We we know that we 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 do uh, work for thousands of small businesses, and we talk to the people that own these businesses. And we're not talking about large businesses with thousands of employees. Our clients include restaurants with ten employees or a dry cleaner with five. Uh, we also have chains of restaurants that have twenty or thirty employees. And we know that these funds can really help small businesses. But as a small business owner, as Sam alluded to, every day you're being bombarded with TV ads and radio ads and emails and phone calls and texts, all kinds of things really claiming to help you get ERC. And there's some real bad information that's out there. We hear things along the lines of everybody qualifies no matter what. We hear, uh, we hear people promising uh, small businesses that, you're going to get half a million dollars in a week, no questions asked. The world just doesn't work like that. Uh, we also know that on national TV, uh, Mr. Wonderful from the Shark Tank, he's involved in ERC. Uh, and we know when the sharks are circling, it means that there's, there's blood in the water. And our job is to protect small business clients. And so not just us, but what any CPA firm would do is we look at each application on a case-by-case -case basis to really understand how a business was impacted by the pandemic. And we use that information to craft a narrative of why your application and why your company does qualify for ERC. So that's really important. So you're protected. Um, the second piece, and this is also something that's really important, is that all CPA firms, not just us, but pretty much any CPA firm, one of the things that we do on a day-to-day -day basis is deal with the IRS. 
Uh, again, in our company, we've got hundreds of years of combined experience interacting with and representing clients before the IRS. Uh, a lot of the, the companies, and they're really referred to as ERC mills. These are these marketing agencies that are blasting the airwaves with all kinds of ads. They're here today. We don't know if they're going to be gone tomorrow, if they'll be around. But if and if and when an audit or review comes down, CPA firms, that's what we do every day is we help our clients represent themselves in front of the IRS. So that's why it's in everyone's interest, again, to make sure that you're not leaving money on the table, but do it the right way and pick a trusted advisor, pick a, pick a CPA firm because they got a license that they do not want to lose. You know, I, I have to say that uh, there are a lot of scams out there, and sometimes it is the business owner who is also doing the scam. And I I certainly uh, am not going to name any particular business, but uh, uh, we're located just to the north of you on the Treasure Coast, Martin County, just across the border from Palm Beach County. And there is um, there was a raid on a local business here with a, a score of federal agents carted the owner of the business off, and uh, the the undercurrent is that the business owner had claimed uh, to own multiple companies, twenty plus that uh, were not real companies and did not have real employees, and uh, there were millions of dollars involved in ERC funds. And uh, the the under uh, the undercurrent is that the owner is going to be taken uh, away to the Crowbar Hotel for a long time, but uh, you know it, it is something serious. And I would imagine, as a uh, CPA firm, you also check out the business to make sure they're telling you the truth. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because we want to protect our license and we want to protect clients that we have decades long relationships with. Um, I'll, I'll share an example of something that happened in the last week that really kind of highlights what's going on in the industry. Um, there's a, a small company that's a small manufacturing company in Boynton Beach. They've got Boynton Beach is in Palm Beach County. It's, this company has 25 employees and they're busy like a lot of small businesses are. So it takes them a while to get their payroll records. It takes them a while to pull the correct reports from their system. The provider that they were working with, with the ERC mill, basically told them, don't worry about sending us any records. Just give us a number uh, over the phone and we'll make up the records. That's that, That's what we call fraud. That's why people go to the Crowbar Hotel that you referred to, Sam. Uh, a legitimate provider, a CPA firm, is not going to, to take somebody's word on it on its face. We need documents. We need proof of this stuff so we can actually file with a straight face. When we, when we apply for ERC, we put our license goes on that application. So we're, we're also signing up for this. So our integrity is on the line. So we we not only get the detailed payroll records, the W-2s, the W-3s, different reports from people's systems, but we also have a, we have a bunch of CPAs in our office that have become ERC experts. And each one of these CPAs spends a significant amount of time with each company understanding how that company was impacted. So we actually do more due diligence than is required. We get to a point where some of our businesses uh, get frustrated and say, why are you asking me all this? Why do I need all this stuff? And it's basically because our job is twofold. It's to help companies benefit financially, but it's to help keep companies safe as well. We'll never do anything, and most CPAs will never do anything to jeopardize a company's integrity or to put them in harm's way where other players may not may not do that. So that's why it's important to get the details right. Twofold question. Uh, first part is how long 
do companies have to apply for ERC? And the, the second part of that is, will the money run out? Great questions. Um, so first, in terms of timing, uh, this may change as the Treasury Department is always making modifications. But as of today, as of right now, um, the big kind of the ballpark that people need to remember is basically the end of 2024 is kind of by the time by that by the end of next calendar year, you really want to have applied before that. That's when it kind of the, the statute runs out in terms of the money running out. This is a unique program because it's associated with payroll that it draws not only on stimulus funds, but it also draws on payroll funds that each company has been paying into. So the money won't run out per se, but because our government is unpredictable, it really does behoove everybody to apply as soon as possible. So the money won't run out, but you really do need to get your application in to maximize your probability of getting paid. And, and that segues right into my my next question, because as this program is being recorded, uh, there looms on the horizon the potential of a government shutdown. Would that government shutdown hinder, halt, or delay uh, the ERC process? It will. It will delay times. It'll delay processing times for ERC just as it will delay times for everything, regardless of which agency in the government is interacting, uh, that somebody happens to be interacting with. So whether you got to do something with the FDA or the Treasury, whoever it is, a shutdown is going to slow everything down. It won't be a control-alt-delete. It'll just be a pause, and nothing will happen until Congress and their infinite wisdom figures out how to work together. I love that. I'm going to use that. It won't be a control-alt-delete. Guess what? I'm going to steal that phrase and use it because I love that phrase. It'll be a pause uh, with our politicians. So, you know, I always want to get different perspectives. And uh, you are in a rather unique position dealing with uh, the small business communities. Uh, some of the statistics that I've read recently said there is a large migration of rich people to Florida and that uh, Florida already, I believe that the stats show uh, 38 of the top 50 millionaire neighborhoods are located in Florida. Are you seeing that in uh, in your business sector of new business, new people coming into Florida wanting to, to do business here? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's been the mass migration that we all know about from the Northeast and other parts to our, our state because our state is so amazing. It's such a great place to be. We're seeing a ton of two things. We're seeing new business formation and we're also seeing expansion of existing businesses. Uh, and we tend to focus on the latter where we work with small businesses, but we are seeing people uh, add employees. We're seeing people add locations. We're seeing people add new lines of service. And it's it's really exciting. Really the number one challenge that we hear from our clients is finding good staff, is finding people to come in and work. I'll give you an example. Uh, we have been doing work for a small painting company for over 15 years. Uh, the owner is a young guy. He's in his early 40s. Him and his wife are awesome people. They do a, a niche painting industry where they do a painting of basically mansions on the island of Palm Beach. And we met with the owner two weeks ago, and he's an awesome guy. He basically said these millionaires and billionaires are moving down from New York and they are basically price insensitive as his to his services. We all know that before the pandemic, if somebody was hiring a painting company, 
they're going to you know, price out three or four different vendors. They're going to try and beat you down on the price, put in all this stuff. Now he says they're basically telling them, name a price and just get in and start helping us. But that is an extreme case where you can just make up your price. They're going to pay it. But I think the, the anecdote is that there is a lot of vibrancy and a lot of growth here in South Florida. Small businesses are being formed every day and existing businesses are expanding, which is, again, it's great. It's going to help. It's going to help Florida continue growing and being a great destination for people in the decades to come. I love hearing that. Uh, I'm, uh, I wear many hats. Um, in addition to this program and other things that I do, I'm on the board of directors for the Gold Coast Builders Association, which is headquartered in Palm Beach County, serving Palm Beach and uh, northern Broward County up into the Treasure Coast. So we regularly monitor what is going on in the building and associated trades industries. So what you're saying, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have to say is absolutely on track with what we as members of the Gold Coast Builders Association are seeing. Uh, if you are interested in getting into a business, I would recommend folks contact you right away because you have to start a business the correct way, not the incorrect way. And uh, the, the help of a CPA is you can't do it without a CPA. Yeah, Sam. And also, you know, that's a really important point. Another thing that in addition to COVID that we're really living through is the advent of technology and big data. That's another really underreported story. And basically what it means for small business owners is that if you if you went back in your mind 10 years ago, our government at that point, our federal government was pretty inefficient. The, uh, the Treasury Department systems, they didn't talk to Social Security, nobody connected with the Florida Department of Revenue. Those days, if not over, they're going to be over soon where all the government databases are interconnected. So people playing fast and loose, which they could do in the past, that is no longer the case. Our, our government at every level is has more has more resources at their disposal, but they're also increasingly desperate for money as our, our spending at a federal level continues to grow. So the government's going to be aggressive coming after people, and they've got data that they didn't have before, which makes it all the more important that you got to do things the right way, which is exactly what Sam said. Um, and, and I think this is an important point for ERC also because there's a lot of uh, business owners that have a lot of integrity. They're ethical people. And for some reason, they have concluded that they don't they don't qualify for ERC. They've heard a lot of myths that if I got PPP, I can't get ERC or it's a loan or I, my government, my company didn't shut down. Therefore, I don't qualify. All those are patently not true. Some people also think that if you didn't have a revenue drop, you don't qualify. Again, that is patently not true. A company could have increased its revenues from 19 to 20 to 21, but they can still qualify for it based on the different rules and regulations that have been promulgated by the Treasury Department. We also find cases where uh, CPAs have told their clients that they don't qualify and their CPAs were right at the beginning of the pandemic, but so many updates have been made that people that initially didn't qualify do qualify. So we, we encourage people to do it the right way, but we really want small business and the small business sector not to leave money on the table because we know that if a small business gets $100, uh, they're going to put that to use and have a multiplier effect and really add to the local economy. That's what Congress wants. They want to give this money that to small businesses that qualify for it because they know it's in the best interest of our nation. And we're just excited to do our small part in that and help small businesses succeed. And it shows. Anything that we haven't talked about that you want to make sure we get in before we begin to wrap up our program today? If 
we've covered a lot. And again, I, I'll just say there's two bullet points that I want everyone to walk away with. And they're real simple. Even if I think I don't qualify, I may qualify. And second, if I'm going to talk to somebody, by God, let me talk to a CPA firm or a law firm that has a license and has a lot at risk, just like I do. And then I have one final question. That is my most important question. Will you come back for another episode in the future? Sam, I'll go wherever you tell me to. Absolutely. Perfect answer. He passes. Ladies and gentlemen, Cash Sharfi, it has been my pleasure to have you on the program today. One more time, how may people reach out and get in touch with you? www.advantage.cpa, 561-687-6466. Advantage.cpa, 561-687-6466. Advantage Accounting and Tax, CPA and Advisors. Thank you for being here today. Thank you, Sam. And that's going to wrap up yet another informative episode of the Florida Business Forum podcast. And we are the only business forum podcast of its kind in Florida. We take a lot of pride in that. Uh, We're dedicated to filling in the gaps, the news gap that quite honestly is left out there as uh, the various publications and other media shrinks or looks in another direction of What's the biggest highlight of the day? Well, you know what? We've got our segment, too, and it's business news and information. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today. I'm Sam Yates. Have a great day, everybody. The Florida Business Forum is dedicated to showcasing Florida businesses and CEOs of all sorts to promote their business or not-for-profit in the only business forum of its type in Florida. Thanks for tuning in, and remember, have a great day, everyone, and stay tuned for more business.